0: It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast, your daily download of X929 9 X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes, paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast, it brought is. to you by Shane Holmes. We are well rested after an excellent long weekend, Thanksgiving long weekend. Uh, hopefully you're feeling the same. Although, Shauna, I know you are, are probably a, a little bit sad in your heart because of your Jays and their epic collapse on the weekend. Mm.
2: Yeah, I am and I'm not, you know, because yeah. as we left on Friday, I was telling you, I uh, I don't count my chickens before they hatch with that team. On paper, people were like, they should win. And I'm like, that means nothing, first of all. Uh, and then when we were up 8-1 on Saturday and was watching with some friends and some friends are like, oh, like, they've got this. And I'm like... I will not be comfortable Mm -hmm. until they are up 20-1 to in the ninth. And then maybe I will be like, "Mm, I think we got this.
1: The key is to just set your expectations in the basement. And then anything better than that is something to get excited about. Toronto
2: sports fans, these collapses, you know, we've seen fairly recently a few of them. And so now you die. You just, you, you know that going in so you can mentally prepare and then you're not too sad when it happens.
1: Well, it's even like everyone's talking about how strong the Flames are supposed to be this year. And they're being predicted to, you know, be in contention for the Cup by mm-hmm. several analysts and the sports betting sites. And, uh, and on paper, they are a very good team, but they're another team that has just been dogged in the playoffs. Yep. Over the last few years, so let I mean you can look as good as you want on paper. You got to win in the playoffs. So and
2: it's funny because uh, I will be ta- I I keep saying that about the Flames. I'm like I think they're going to be a Stanley Cup contending team, but because they're my second team, I'm I'm comfortable saying that out loud. I would never say that about the Leafs or the Jays. <laughs> I just wouldn't. The Flames. I'm like because they're my second team. I'm like I'm okay saying this out loud. Imagine
1: know? walking around saying oh, the Leafs are going to be in contention for the Cup this year. Oh, like fun. that's just asking for so much trouble, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I oh. mean, again, I know, that, but even if they were like if yeah on paper if they were like oh, miles ahead I would never say that out loud I'm like they'll, uh, find,
1: they'll find a way they'll find <laughs> a way <laughs> they will find a way to lose on today's show we're talking about uh, Shauna recognizing someone from high school on the weekend a uh, bit of stargazing an unusual etymology Uh, We did talk baseball, not specifically about Shauna's Blue Jays and their collapse, but something else weird that happened in the ball playoffs this past weekend. Um, Shauna's friend made a big mistake at a theme party just recently. Yep. It's Spooky Tuesday, so we do have a very spooky story about a haunted plot of land in Brazil. Which we'll tell you about. Um, (laughs) Shauna saw some pretty funny in the lobby of her building on the weekend. We're going to talk about politicians' legacies, specifically Jason Kenney, but also a few others. Uh, Alaska has a competition that I don't know exists anywhere else, but we need to bring it here to Alberta. Uh, first, you're out of context clip of the show. There he is. <laughs> Mr. Alaska's Fattest Bear.
2: BNS in 20 minutes or less. I'm starting to think Thanksgiving might be the best holiday. Canadian Thanksgiving, too, especially. Really? I was thinking about this because on the weekend, so. Everybody loves Christmas, right? Well, not everybody, but you know what I'm saying. So Christmas is always a big holiday. If you were going to rank the
1: holidays, Christmas would probably be number one for most people. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, it's very stressful because Mm -hmm. there's the gifts and the travel and the family and everything. And Thanksgiving has a lot of the similar things But with just much less stress, because there aren't the gifts, you also don't feel as much pressure to invite the full-out extended family and see everybody you can. Right. But you still get the big meal, and you can still get together with the family that you you like.
1: Thanksgiving doesn't have the commercialization that Christmas does. Like Christmas is just such a big production, whereas like you said Thanksgiving is... Kind of the best parts of Christmas just boiled down. Yes. Relaxing, mm-hmm. hanging out with your family. Yeah. Eating good
2: food. Oh, yeah. And it's always a cozy time of year, right? It's-
1: I was going to say, the weather's way better at Thanksgiving yep. than at Christmas, especially this past weekend.
2: Yes. Oh, well, th- that was crazy. And like even taking that out of it, though, let's say it's a Thanksgiving where it's more seasonal. It's still much nicer than Christmas. Yeah.
1: Wh- the Christmas weather at its best is still not as good as Thanksgiving weather.
2: Nope. Nope. And you can still do all the cutesy fall things, right? And you can get outside and enjoy it. So after you have the big meal, it's better to just go in and have a nice walk and yes. you can enjoy the leaves. And it's honestly,
1: funny, cause I, I was in Saskatoon with my parents for Thanksgiving and a couple of people that are gathering there said they think they prefer Thanksgiving to Christmas too now. Interesting. And yeah, I think I'm coming around. I'm coming around to be more of a Thanksgiving guy as I get older, just for all the reasons that you just listed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Now, it, again, American Thanksgiving, from what I gather, is a lot more intense than it is here. So we get the best parts of that Thanksgiving, too. Like that, I think, is still a lot more commercialized. And they have the big sales and stuff right. when it's American Thanksgiving. That's why we, again, we take that and we just have the best parts of that type of Thanksgiving. We just have our own little thing here. And I think it's phenomenal.
1: And American Thanksgiving is the start of what they call the holiday season, yes. right? Yeah. Whereas ours doesn't have any such ties. Nope. This is just kind of a, a chill, long weekend in the middle of fall. Yep. Before the snow flies, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's bumped right up great. in my
2: books here. Love it. Mm-hmm. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Did you know, Beckler, that Alaska hosts a fat bear competition? A fat bear competition. So they have all their bears tagged out in Alaska, and they're photographed when they come out of hibernation, and then re-photographed before they go back to sleep. And the bear that gains the most weight wins the fat bear competition. And what
1: what does it win?
2: It did nothing. nothing I don't think. Just I mean, it should. They the should honor? give it a cake or something. Just. To- <laughs> <laughs> just leave a fat bear cake out in here. It's- <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. You you chubbed up. I mean, really, what they should do is they should pro- probably gift a cake to the loser, right? The bear that didn't gain enough weight is probably oh, you who should a- give the cake to. You need to fatten up a little more before you get back out there. So.
1: That's hilarious. I was like, that is... The Bears have no idea.
2: They have no idea. (laughs) And I guess you can vote so you can look at the... the (laughs) <laughs> the photographs and judge yourself which bear you think shoved up the most. Oh, that's a fat bear right there. The, oh, look at the chunkiness on that one. That one really out of the way, hey?
1: Do you have to be a resident of Alaska to vote?
2: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it closed, though. The voting is probably oh, done by now. so sorry. You may have just missed it. We missed the fat bear vote? We need to do this in Banff. Like, we need to have a fat bear competition. We could do the same thing. We sure could. We have all our bears tagged, so we can take photos of them before and after and see which one did the best. That's
1: hilarious.
2: It gained the most weight in the, I'm in the summer. Like, Some <laughs> some of them like almost doubled in weight. Like you look at them, oh, and you're like, oh, holy crap, you chubbed up, man.
1: It's awesome. Like, bear's a little self-caught. Frig off! I'm Take my picture.
2: That's what I was thinking. I was like, if they knew what we were doing, they wouldn't. It's gonna like, be a long winter. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a it's little like, embarrassed. Can you not can you take the other <laughs> angle, please? Thank you. It's like a pageant. It is it's
1: like a fat bear beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. There yeah. he is. Mr. Alaska's Fattest Bear. He's like, can you stop calling I'm me that? I'm just big I'm a little
0: offended. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: On Friday's show, we talked a bit about our new premier, Danielle Smith. Mm-hmm. Anyone who wants to hear our thoughts on that can listen to Friday's BNS podcast. Uh, that also means that Jason Kenny's three-and-a-half-year run as our premier is officially over. It is. We eulogized him back when he announced he was resigning. We did. Didn't we? Yeah, okay. we covered it then. thought I remembered that. We
2: always like to get ahead of these things.
1: I was thinking about this on the weekend, and I think given enough time... A politician's legacy usually boils down to, like, one or two things they did while in office. Yeah. Right? You kind of get remembered for, like, just one thing, basically. And, I I mean, if you were, like, really engaged during someone's term, you're probably going to remember more things and have maybe a more complex view of that politician. But, like, uh, 50 years out, 100 years out, you kind of have, like, one thing beside your name, right?
2: Unfortunately, it's normally, yeah, scandal. Uh, Yeah. Or if you
1: did something really good. but Like, if you think Bill Clinton, sex scandal. Yeah. George Bush. War on Terror. Mm -hmm. Barack Obama, first black president, right? It gets that simple given enough time, despite all the the complexities of the job. It's true. Um, I was trying to think, what do you you think Jason Kenney's legacy will be?
2: The war room?
1: Do you think it'll be the war room?
2: I don't know. I actually don't know. Like, what?
1: I was going to say, I would say maybe, like, the premier who bungled COVID, but... Every premier. I was going to say that's so, tough like, because that's, show me one who didn't. I know. So that's not unique to him. No. Um, uh, but I mean, ev- everybody was upset with his handling of it. Whether you thought yes. he went too far or not far enough, everybody was upset. But that's kind of how it was everywhere. Again,
2: so. universally, like yeah, whether it was Canada or beyond, I feel whoever was in power at the time, people didn't like the handling of it because everybody has differing opinions of how it should have been done. Right. Yes. So, yeah, like, that's not unique to him. That's why I'm like, I know.
1: So I don't know what his legacy will be. Like, if, let's say this is the end of Trudeau's time in office and he gets voted out, what would what would you say his legacy will be?
2: Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Legalized pot? Maybe. I was going to say legalized pot. Um, yeah. It's tough. Like...
1: You know, and if you're Ra-
2: right, though, he is the one who legalized pot.
1: And if Rachel Notley isn't successful in this coming election in the spring, I would say her legacy will be like the premier who unseated conservatives in this province, which people didn't think was possible. That's right? true. So yeah, that would be her legacy. But yeah, I, I couldn't think of what Kenny's would be.
2: It's a tough question to ask. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like 50 years from now, when you like you think of that premier and his time, like what are you going to remember? Would it be I? Th- might be tied to the pandemic, but like you said, that's that's not unique to here. So no. I don't know. It's,
2: it's tough that it's this unclear. I'm like, Is that a failure if you, I know if we
1: don't if we can't even answer that question now, let but alone I'm fifty wondering. years from now. The BNS and twenty minutes or less
2: podcast. So this was pretty funny. I got home on Saturday night and there was a fireman in the lobby. And I was like, Oh, that's not good. Yeah. And he but he was half naked and he was changing. And then I realized this was actually a male stripper that was in my building. <laughs>
1: this just a very convincing one.
2: It was, it was, he had the full, which I also looked at and I was thinking about that. I'm like, is that even legal? Like to have, like, it was a true fireman outfit. Like he looked like a real fireman. He had the.
1: Cause there's like the costume ones, the yes. ones that are kind of like plasticky and stuff. No, and no, then there's like legitimate. the heavy yeah. actual firefighting. Yes. Uniform. Like when I first
2: walked in, I thought there was a fire in my building. He was very convincing. And then all of a sudden I'm like doing math. I'm like, oh no. Also funny though to me that.
1: (laughs) He thought it was an actual firefighter who was half naked. He come and he's like, it's too hot
2: up there. (laughs) It's too hot. I have to take some of this off. is everything all right? Like, (laughs) did you put out the fire and then use use your body to do it? I don't know. Like... (laughs) Do you need me to phone someone?
1: Fires Where, out. I'm gonna go cool off in the lobby. Where are your buddies? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. they just sent
2: one. <laughs> they just sent one guy. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, we were not really convinced. We we just, just brought one over. It's a busy uh, night. Busy night for the that, firefighters. So. That is hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, so he was pull out a stripper in the building, and yeah, I was laughing though because I was like, why is he changing mid? Like in the building, you'd think if you were arriving as a stripper, you'd have the costume on when you came, right? Like I was like, why? And then I realized that he was changing out of a policeman's costume. Uh, okay. So he had another party. <laughs> I don't know that he just came from or if he was switching up like mid wardrobe. But again, in the middle of my lobby, he's just changing from uh, official looking policeman to was his official looking fireman police uniform authentic as well. I didn't see that- enough of it. Like it was kind of already mostly off at that point, so I'm not sure. But this guy is a. Prof- he knows he's a professional. Well, no kidding. He's got two two parties back to back. He doesn't even have time to change in the middle.
1: And his looks are so convincing that you're not sure you're not sure even as he starts to undress are you a this fireman or a policeman
0: <laughs> honestly I don't
2: know
1: both actually
0: holy crap S <laughs> in 20 minutes or less it's spooky
1: Tuesday
2: it is spooky Tuesday I almost forgot
1: every Tuesday in October we bring you spooky stories and spooky spooktober I should say mm-hmm. this one uh, was sent to me by my, bro- by my brother who he likes reading about this sort of thing and he comes across some cool stories sometime. awesome shouldn't say cool Should say terrifying okay Uh, this one's fairly short there's a lot more reading you can do on it if you are interested but uh, in Sao Paulo, Brazil there's a 25 story office building and it stands on a site where several dark things have happened over the years so in the 1940s there was a young doctor there named Paulo Camargo and he owned a house on this piece of land and he was dating a woman that his mom and sister didn't approve of because she wasn't a virgin so they went out of their way to make her life very difficult and Paulo became fed up He had a well built on his property. He shot his mother and sister, dumped their bodies in the well, and had it sealed off. Oh my God. And he made up a story to tell other family members that they had gone away to visit family and then had died in in a hiking accident. And his neighbor and his other family members became suspicious. They didn't think his story added up. So they had the police come by to investigate. And knowing that these bodies were in the well and knowing that he was about to be caught, he took the murder weapon, went into the bathroom, and took his own life. So then in 1971, the site had been bulldozed and construction was completed on a new office tower called the Joelma Building. And three years later in that building, an air conditioning unit caught fire and it sent the whole building up in flames within about 20 minutes. And there were dozens of employees trapped inside and 40 of them decided they would rather jump to their deaths than burn up in this building. But there were 13 employees that came up with a plan to try the elevators because they were still working. And the elevators started to move down and then it stopped and when they finally put the flames out in this building and opened up the elevator they had been basically cooked inside and they were all huddled together in the middle where they had spent their last moments of life and since then the Joelma building has it's been refurbished it's got a different name now I don't, can't pronounce it the Edificio Praca di Bandiera I think and People report very strange things happening in this building, like car lights flashing on and off in the parking lot. And some workers have even said that they hear whispers of pain and screams as they walk around the building.
2: Oh, my God. So that's yep. the
1: Joelma building, if you want to read deeper into that. I don't think
2: I do. No, no, it's
1: right in the heart of Sao Paulo. And even, I guess, that where these 13 people, they were buried together in a cemetery in the, the city center of Sao Paulo. And people have reported hearing screams coming from those graves as
2: well. Oh, I got chills. Yep. Nope. I got the chills. Okay.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
2: You know what they could have used? A fireman who was a stripper to <laughs> come and rescue Rescue <laughs> The stripper fireman. <laughs> if he was there, everybody would have been saved. There would be no fire in the elevator. It would have been fine. This guy
1: shows up. Where's the trouble? He
2: Full year, oxygen tanks, mask, no assless
1: a- chaps. no ass
2: to his pants. Yeah, he turns around. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I don't think that's a real fireman. From the front, looks very professional. From the back, oh my dear.
0: S <laughs> uh, uh. in 20 minutes or
2: less. A friend of mine was telling me about a party that she got invited to a few weeks back and the the party had a theme. So the theme was ger- good versus evil. Okay. So everybody was supposed to dress up good versus evil. So she decided uh to dress up as a a club seal because she said, <laughs> "Well, that's Pretty undeniably evil. And she, I guess she had, like, this seal onesie already. So she was like, this is pretty easy to do and comfortable.
1: So and the seal was the good and the clubbing was the evil?
2: Well, yeah. Or you could pick, like, she kind of saw it as you could pick good or evil. So the club seal is just evil wow. kind of, right? Man, I don't think I would have went that way. No, no. Uh, you- <laughs> me neither. Me neither. But again, I guess it's because she saw her, like, the onesie she had. So that kind of... Anyway, regardless, this is what she I would have
1: thought of like evil characters yeah. good characters.
2: Well, uh when um, she arrived at the the party, it was superheroes. It was supposed to be <laughs> good
1: versus evil. Superheroes, supervillains.
2: Superheroes, supervillains, and then a club, one seal. club seal. So she showed up dressed as a club seal to the superheroes <laughs> theme party. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man, that is one of the most, like, just hearing that is so awkward. You walk in there and everybody's like, what superhero are you trying to be? You know what, though? A club and a seal. And- <laughs> Your friend's interpretation of oh, the theme man. deserves
1: some credit, because it's, that's very clever.
2: I, yes. I per- think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I agree.
1: Once um, it was explained to me, I think I would have really appreciated it. But yeah. there would have been some confusion before then.
2: Man, like, that's one of those moments there where I think I'd have to leave. Like, <laughs> if I was dressed as a club seal and everybody else was, I was like, I... Oh, okay. I'm going to go cool. now. Oh, yeah. this has been fun. Yeah, wrong party. No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I wound up at the wrong house, I think. This is weird. Take my club and go so, call an Uber. Supposed to be going to the, so, the theme party next door. Yeah, where everyone's dressed as seals. Club seals, I swear. Do you remember when we had that
1: idea? Oh. And some people think this is funny. Some people think it's mean. Mm. We had that idea to throw a party and just tell just one friend that it was clown-themed. Yeah. And then nobody else shows up as a clown, and just the one friend. Yeah, all out in a clown costume. <sighs> I think that would be so funny. I know. You have to pick the right friend to do it to, though, you because do. some people... Would just die of embarrassment, mm-hmm. and other people would be like, "All right, I'm guess I guess I'm getting drunk as a clown tonight." Also, so- this
2: is the type of friend that would, would die of embarrassment.
1: Yeah, so that would be mean. So, if you did it to a person who would really lean into it and like play yes. the role of the clown all night, then it would be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, no, this but- this friend already dealt with that once in her life with showing up as a club seal. So I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> make her
0: relive. <laughs> Love in the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: Baseball playoffs are on right now. We talked about your Jays devastating loss on the weekend. Yeah. Um, but on Sunday, something really weird happened in the game between the Mets and the Padres. There was a bit of controversy involving Padres pitcher Joe Musgrove. So I guess someone noticed that his ear was a bit shiny. Oh. So Buck Showalter, the manager of the Mets, had the umpire go out and check in Musgrove's ear... For a foreign substance. Wow. He might be using to, do- to doctor the ball. That's. That's
2: <laughs> wow, okay. I can't
1: say I've heard of that before. Nope. Checking in a man's ear for goo that could be on a pitch. That's something else, yeah.
2: It's a night at the ballpark, and we have a commotion out of the pitcher's mound. Buck Showalter sees something he doesn't like, and he's coming out to take a look. Now the umpire's heading to the mound, and they're checking behind pitcher Joe Musgrove's ear. The umpire has one of those ear devices you see at the doctor's office. And he's signaling that it's just wax. It was just a buildup of earwax in there. What the hell did he think it
1: was? Never seen this before. He's also motioning that he saw a bit of inflammation and that Musgrove should consider booking an appointment with an ear, nose, and
2: throat specialist next week. So, Walter thought he was using earwax to increase the spin. Just a reminder that Tuesday night is sinus health night at the ballpark. V and
0: S in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna.
2: So this is a bit of a strange one, but I was thinking about the word testicle yesterday. Why? I don't know. Uh, it's because it's, it's a weird word, you know. I, I don't remember why I was thinking about testicles or where that word came to be, but I thought about it. it was like, where does the word testicle come from?
1: What do you do on your weekends your own thing, Shauna. It's your yeah. time. Yeah. So
2: this is what I do. I sit and ponder testicles. Uh, so it actually comes from the root word testes, which means witness or to bear witness to or evidence of. Is that where testify comes from? Yes. Testify, testimony, testament. It all kind of comes from this idea of bearing witness and all that. So which came first?
1: What do you mean? Like the nuts or the witness, which had the name
2: first? Mm, That's a good question. I assume the witness probably. And then the came the nuts, but I don't know. I don't know what we referred to them prior to testicles either, so uh, I'm not what, sure. So, what's the connection there? So, people actually think it's that it is the evidence or witness of male virility. That's where a testicle gets the name from because they are evidence of huh. male virility.
1: I would not have put those two things together.
2: No. No. It's very strange. It's a weird one. But yes, that's where it comes from. So, somebody sees the testicles and goes, oh, that's like a it's witness of good... Virility over there, so there we go. Testicles—that's how we got it. Can we start calling them witnesses? We def, <laughs> we can. Yeah. Hey, stick one right in the witnesses
1: there. <laughs> you can see your witnesses, bud.
2: Yeah, yeah. You got to <laughs> plunk those up there, and you know, put them in, put them back in your shorts, okay? Etymology
0: with Shauna. V in twenty minutes or less.
1: As I mentioned, we were visiting my family in Saskatoon on the weekend, and on Sunday night, uh, my dad, my brother, and I took. My two boys, Bo and Brigham, out to do a bit of stargazing in the country. Yep, it's because the weather was perfect and like it was nice and clear. There was a full moon, which actually was a bit too bright for stargazing. Um, but just
2: annoying moon. Yeah,
1: it's just so nice, and you might have heard right now the Jupiter is like as close as it's been to Earth in 60 years or something. Like it's the the biggest and brightest object in the night sky right now, other than the moon. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. And this is the coolest part is that my dad has, uh, he's got a decent pair of binoculars. Like they're not like super high end, but Mm. they're real binoculars, you know? And if you can, if you can get still enough and focus in on Jupiter and I find like I was able to do it with my hands propped up on the edge of his truck and almost kind of like slow your breathing a bit and hold your breath, you can see three of Jupiter's four largest moons in orbit around it.
2: Oh, that's crazy. Just with
1: binoculars? With binoculars. Wow. It's it's not easy. It takes a bit of patience and a little bit of skill to kind of find the right focus and to like calm yourself enough so that you're not shaking. Crazy. But it can be seen. And it's like you say. it's, I don't know, that might sound boring, but when you see it, it's wild because you have this realization that's like, oh yeah, that is a different planet hanging yeah. out there with its own moons in orbit around it and I'm looking at them right now
2: yeah that's a bit spooky it really yeah. is space freaks me out but anyway yeah <laughs> scared of space scared of space but Just if you seeing had seeing that you're like yeah that is an entirely oh that's yeah. a different world That's we could and be on that planet and they could be looking at us and there's its moons that's not on Jupiter weird but- <laughs> no not on Jupiter but that's <laughs> that's spooky
1: yeah so if you have like a half Decent set of binoculars, or like, a, like even a cheap telescope, or like a, a hunting spotting scope, I think would probably do it too. Cool. And just get nice and still, and look at Jupiter, and like there's, you should see three of them, kind of hanging right close to it. It almost looks like a bit of flare off the lens at first, okay. and they're like, no, those are their own points of light. If you
2: it's don't really have loud. a steady hand, you might have a problem with that. So somebody else will have to hold it for you, or if you have a tripod, yeah, okay.
1: even better. Here's the funny thing, though, that you're going to enjoy, Shauna. because they're binoculars. Uh, I found it was better if I was only using one eye, like if I closed one eye and used the other side of the binoculars, right? And yeah. close, and I just used my better eye. Yeah, but I couldn't focus them properly. I kept seeing like two moons or two Jupiters, and I think that might be because my eyes are too close together.
2: Mm, that'll happen for
1: binoculars. That's a bit of so,
2: but like they adjust to, to small eyes and wider, fatter eyes only so eyes. far.
1: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Only so far. So they didn't calculate so. the Beckler small eyes. Okay. Nope. No.
1: You have made fun of me for having eyes too close together on this show before. Sorry and apparently that. I have problems with binoculars. So
2: We'll have to get some specially made for you. We'll see if somebody can do that. Do you specialize in eyes that are far too close together? Do we you need, make baboon binoculars? binoculars? Yep. Yep. I have a friend. He's got the baboon eyes. Sorry.
0: B in 20 minutes or less.
2: This is a bit crazy. I was out for lunch with a friend yesterday and this guy walks by. I looked at him and I'm like, I think I went to high school with him, but I didn't know for sure. And so I was like, meh. And then I saw him on Facebook. So I reached out on a Facebook messenger. was like, are you in Calgary? And he was just like, yeah. And I was like, you just walked past me. Turn around. So he did. And we came and visited and realized that we haven't seen each other in 17 years. Wow.
1: Was that key? You posted a photo with a dude and mm-hmm. he had like a pretty substantial head tattoo. Was that he, him? That's him. Did he have the head tattoo when you knew him? No, no. Okay. He
2: had big like curly hair and everything. And, and you still recognized him? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was the weirdest thing. This is also funny. He is a bit older than me. I think he might be thirty-seven or something. And uh he's still rocking his skateboard. So I don't know if that's why I recognized him, because he had a <laughs> skateboard with him and he kind of just has this like this stance with his skateboard, and I looked him like Is that him? You what recognized
1: his style on a board? And he still has the same style. <laughs> It's the funniest thing. Like, I know that style, man. It's like, it's the hottest.
2: Yeah. It
1: was. guy can shave off his long curly hair and get a head tattoo. Yes. But you can't fake your skateboard style. You can't style. fake
2: your stance, man. Like, I just saw that and I'm like, no, no, that I know that stance from 70. Remember how he... Where I told you I used to hang out at the skate park all the time. I was one of the girls, the the skate oh, bunnies. Man. But hey, well, that's uh, this is what I learned: This is skateboarding stance.
1: Sounds like you really knew what you were looking at. I That's, that's hilarious.
2: Holy crap! Yeah, but it was the oddest thing because again, we haven't spoken in 17 years either. Like we were close-ish, but you know, you drift apart, and we caught up, and it was as if we'd never left. I was really? like. And you think about it, I'm like, more than half my life has gone by since I last talked to you.
1: And, like, important parts of your life, like right. where you do your most growing and changing and yeah. stuff. And
2: yeah, and it was as if nothing, had cha- it was so weird. So we chatted for a couple hours and hung out. And Same guy? Same guy. Same guy,
1: same, same, guy, same
2: stance? Same stance. <laughs> <laughs> Still skateboarding his way around town. That's okay. <laughs> Can't believe you recognize that.
0: That stance, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's pretty good. I should bring him in here and I'll show you. I'll show you what to look for in stances, okay?
0: You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side.
0: Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less. Download daily to whatever device you use. Later.